thought this was a Led Zeppelin song for a second. Huh? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> we didn't need to go that retro. I mean, I don't mind playing Stairway to Heaven. Or something. Although, the Chili Peppers, they have old albums. I think their oldest one is Freaky Style Unit that came out in like the early, early 80s. Something like that. Love the Chili Peppers. That's a little bit of room five. This right style? No, that oh. note that he just hit uh, sounds like the dude from Maroon Five. See, this speaker isn't as good as my other one. I still like it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, just spitballing. You guys do Instagram or whatever? No. Try. I. Alright, that's enough. We are recording, so. Just so you guys It's know. never enough. That was enough. That was enough. I feel like if nobody else was to sue us, for sure, Red Hot Chili Peppers would. And I was going <laughs> to play this one song by Rihanna, but if anybody else was to sue us, it would be Rihanna, for sure. Wait, why? I don't know. Rihanna is just... Maybe because uh, yeah. she's not doing no more music, and no, she she's will find music. some way to... Uh, to people to get money. That is inaccurate. She does music still. Man. I heard that she wasn't. Anyway, this is the ET podcast, episode forty-two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my name is Eric. Eric Edison. I am one day trade. <laughs> one day trade. You guys got all pseudonyms. And we got Castaway Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Castaway Brian. Dude, that we got B Ryan. Tom Hanks. Okay. Oh man. So, yeah, Mr. Rogers. Here we are, dude. I heard that was a good movie. I heard that that was like a very intense and terrible thing for him to go through. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. No, or Tom, uh, Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Probably. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Thanks and, for having uh, me again, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Be back here. I'm gonna be brutally honest. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> That's Eric okay. never sent me any notes or anything, <laughs> so um, I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, what I wanted to talk it, about yeah, today you know, was so. about this topic. Ah, yes. Which is titled depopulation. Depopulation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, all right. So <laughs> you heard the other two episodes we had with Jay. Oh. Things got like. They, they we, we were talking about like government conspiracies yeah. and like all types of stuff, man. But and but, this is yeah. almost kind of like a teaser for yeah. Hidden Dirt Part Three. Whenever we get that out, you know. But yeah. uh, you know that's okay because on the way here, right? Uh, I have to drive all the way from Egan, so mm-hmm. spend a lot of time thinking. You know, mm-hmm. just getting to some places. Yeah, and it's. Every day, there's always a bottleneck in this one entrance ramp, right? And you're like, think, I'm thinking every day, like, why, why are these people driving this way? Because you have 
so many cars on the left lane, but then if you get past the light, the right side is completely open. You know, yeah. if you just drive on the right side, you'll you'll cut this 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 uh, uh, congestion in half, right? Yeah. Okay. But everyone just seems to think that getting in the far left lane is going to be the fastest way, but it's not. The fastest way is by getting into the right lane, zipping in front of these people trying to cut into the front of the left lane, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. bottleneck is because people think they need to get over to the left side as fast as they can. In reality, they're, they're jamming up everybody else behind them. Everybody <laughs> just wants to go straight. Just let me go straight. I can go to the right, maybe even drive on the shoulder. I can right. get there in half the time. But everybody does the same thing. And I'm thinking, you know, all this population density, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with this. Because at first you said a bottleneck. And I was like, are you talking about beer? Or no. Like, what? <laughs> and I realized, like, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, the bottleneck of population. We're all kind of coming to these yeah. uh, God, either it, well, environmental bottlenecks or population bottlenecks. Uh, okay. All sorts of topics we can spin off from Dude. this. But... I mean, I just want to conclude that thought with saying um, it was kind Get of, out of the way. metaphorical. <laughs> it was kind of metaphorical yeah. to see everybody follow the person in front of them, even though their decision to get into the left lane is the slowest, most inconvenient idea that anybody could have at this juncture, you know? If you just break from the pack, you're going to find a much freer lane to drive in mm. so you know for me it's like i mean i don't i don't need to talk politics right now but it seems <laughs> like all of the there's two lanes there's the lane that everyone's congesting in there's yeah. all this congestion in one side of the the mainstream media is just like jamming your ideas with their own train of thought even though it's the slow not the most convenient and it's quite frankly just really angry and disrupt disruptive to society. And then there's the other lane that's just like, let me go, you know, just let me be free right now. Yeah. Let me be free from this narrative. Let me be free from the congestion <clears throat> in my mind, you know. And so there's, there was a bit of a metaphor when I was thinking about that, waiting like way too long behind all these people that were trying to cut you, into the left lane. I think it's dangerous for you to be sitting in traffic. <laughs> so it sounds like it sounds like it's very dangerous oh, for you to sit in traffic. I'm really polite though. Like I, I really don't honk. I'm not a honker. Okay. Um, I honk if I know something bad. Is He's happen. more of a flipper. Uh, no, I, I'm yeah, not even. I'm not even saying from you honking the horn. I'm talking about just from you going so yeah. far in your yeah, mind, and sure. it's just wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of time to think on the road. I spend. You know, roughly an hour to get to and from work. So That's crazy. two hours yeah, I can't a day. Do that. Yeah, well, got to find new music every day and something to listen to. Yeah. Well, like the reason why I kind of because I okay I I heard this guy say that us as like human beings were self destructive. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, like our 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 you nature our nature is to eventually like kill us. You know. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like sin is out there to just get to us and kill us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The enemy is out there to get us and kill us. Yeah. So he was talking about like it's it's crazy to think that in every single product, 
that you consume, it tells you, hey, you consume too much of this, yeah. you could die. How many of these items will it take to kill me, you know? How yeah. Many? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, it, it's funny that you brought that up because uh, Juice World yeah. who just yeah. passed away. Like, I don't know I mean, him, but I know what he did, so what did he do? Yeah, like he consumed a bunch of pills apparently or wow. something. And uh, I don't know. To I'm, avoid getting in trouble yeah. for possession, yeah, he ate all of the drugs. Are you instead of, yeah. instead of getting caught? And he, he had died. a, a so seizure. He died. And they say he was like bleeding from the mouth and like all types crazy, of stuff, dude. man. That's what was he known for? Who, uh, who was he part of? No, he was just he was solo. He was on his own. I didn't listen to his music. I I didn't like his music. Mm -hmm. uh, but he had sampled one of Sting's songs. Oh, is it um, the one that you played with the guitar or whatever? Or I the one never, that I told you about, like... Uh, I didn't play that. Yeah, you did. It was you. I was no. like, hey, this is the song. And you were like, oh, yeah, it sounds the same. Oh, yeah, because we were trying to figure out the sample thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I okay. forgot the... I think it's Shape of Your Heart yeah, or something like that by Sting. Isn't that also a... Hill song? song song <laughs> yeah but, i uh, have uh, no idea but yeah it's like totally is more like a like a classic like guitar music. so this song but then juice world sampled it and uh what was the name of his in a depressing way lucid oh. dreams so this is this is stings oh, okay. but then this is juice world So he sampled it, and I, I guess he didn't get it cleared. So he got sued for it, actually. And um, so sure. I think Sting was making like 80% off of oh, all of his profits. Off that song. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta get your songs cleared, man. I'm debating on something right now. There's this, <laughs> I started listening to Trey Kennedy's podcast, and he has, his last episode, he was doing like the, he was making fun of the, Kansas City Chiefs like their chant oh. because he was saying there was this one guy behind him who was singing it like he was in 11th grade choir class and so like <laughs> the way he was singing it I'm not gonna try to do it do it do it do it I'm not, I'm not gonna try to do it yeah the anyway one, the one episode I watched was the uh braggy Christmas Christmas I haven't cards. seen that one he makes you know kind of a parody of mm -hmm. everybody that sends Christmas cards but they're like low key bragging about how <laughs> successful and how like cool they are in their in their cards, God. you know. Like, sorry I didn't send you one last year. I was really too busy like doing and lists all these things. Like I was what? sailing across the <laughs> so globe. So here's my and... card now. I'm I'm really God. you know that is person. funny. Anyway, but, sorry that was a rabbit trail. No, but yeah, no. I mean that's pretty much it. But yeah, self destructive. Self destructive for sure. There are so many things from placed. And if you really think about it, because this is a guy that he worked for, like, the uh, pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. You know, so, like, you know, the pharmacies, like, the pharmacies are, like, those, you know, even talking about pills. Mm -hmm. Like, they get you hooked so you can depend yeah. on them. But eventually, yeah. you, like, you end up, like, paying a price. That, oh, yeah. That's the thing I always oh. say. Like, hospitals and stuff, they're not in the business to make you well. Right. They're in the business to keep you coming back. They put a Band-Aid on everything. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, there's so many ways because if you think about it, there's so like, dude, you can even go as far as like, you know, even like homosexualism, like how that even like 
can depopulate the world because if you really yeah. think about it, oh. yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it stops like the, the, the human mm-hmm. nature that we're created to like produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's a fact. Yep. I mean, you can't, you know, produce, yep. you know, man, man, woman, woman, that stops yeah. it. And like how like now, nowadays we see that as being so so open and so like oh it's it's okay is mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it but yeah right but there's always like an agenda behind this yeah you know right. what i mean right i i was thinking about how you know agendas that people have um they they are like disrupt dis- uh destructive right am mm-hmm. i too quiet well no you're just not close enough to okay mic, so um like they're they're destructive yeah and they're you know they're embodied by some person, right? So someone pushing their agenda. Um, it, it might not seem to us that it's the best direction to take things. And that's, that. you know, you're welcome to your opinion and how you want to pursue leadership and how you want to pursue the direction of the country or the world. You know, there's a lot of opinions about, you know, the, the climate right now. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of people saying this, a lot of people saying that. But... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I just want to say, I was talking to Denise the other day, yeah. and I just thought that it was funny that you gave me that speech in Soul Bowl. Oh, Soul Bowl, yeah. Of all places, because it's mostly black people that go to Soul Bowl. Oh, yeah. So you just... <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just like, bruh, I don't know if you want to... Saying it's around here, but, but you look the, white. But that's but also, but white. that's also the problem, <laughs> is because people are polarizing. They're playing identity politics, no, and really, like, it's not about race. It's not about color. So anyway, what was I saying? Um, Sorry. People have agendas, and yeah. you're you might be physically battling them uh, in person, uh, but in reality they're just a puppet you know and that's why uh the scripture says that we're not battling against flesh Flesh and blood blood. and so for me it's been a season of really identifying where the enemy's hiding right right yeah so you have you know the enemy representing uh, an agenda that's all about maybe perverting the sanctity of marriage right Mm. but people are coding it with some you know rainbow uh colored scheme to pervert the the holiness of a covenant right. that was initially made between god and man right? right so and the irony is that they took the rainbow a symbol that god used to for, say to that he would never flood the creation yeah. that he would never do this and you know, I always thought about that too. So yeah. he's yeah. he's using uh, the the rainbow as a symbol, you know, of his promise to never do what he had to do in order to bring his people out of the sin that people are now using as a symbol of sin. Mm-hmm. That's intense. Yep. So yep. it's yeah. yeah, like people are not smart enough. This is not a person thing. This is not a man thing. This is a spiritual wickedness thing. You know, right. something that's beyond them. You know, yeah. this mm-hmm. is a principality situation. Nope. And I think that identifying that is what's really important because you can easily get caught really angry with people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, that's just a personal battle I have with 
with my own experiences in the world. Like, how, how do I separate the attack I'm getting from this person, you know, over here saying what they will based on what their belief is in what I represent? So they don't have the knowledge or the revelation to have an accurate accusation. And so that's that's the real problem All right. that you're not you're not identified properly because they don't have the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that all Christians are identifying problems accurately because yeah. that's that if that was true, we wouldn't find ourselves in hypocritical battles all the time, right? right? The church stepping over the boundaries, the church doing things that are completely not uh, of God, right? Happens all the time. We're still men. We're still broken. But at least when we're yielded, we have the capacity to approach a situation with wisdom, with God's wisdom, not man's wisdom, but something that can really yield uh, production, positive growth, right? And right now we're seeing two families, a family where they profess that Jesus is Lord, right? Hopefully they believe that in their heart. They're not just using it. And that's the other problem is that people just use Christianity as a platform maybe because they grew up in the church but never really developed a, a relationship with the Lord personally, but they still identify <coughs> with that community. Right, right. And so they'll still push ideas based on what they know is in the Bible, but maybe have fallen short of understanding Jesus himself or having that relationship grow personally. Um, they just, they kind of like personalize it and like almost put their own agenda with it yeah like not even voluntarily yeah like they just they do it because they don't know the true mm-hmm. context yeah in the grand scheme of things behind it yeah so. and that reminds me i had a roommate who was like a, a lifelong christian mm-hmm. right and really nice guy and i remember talking to him about the church i go to right yeah. and how uh, you know, our church, our pastor and the community has kind of been under fire, you know, for basically its entire existence being pinned as a prosperity church, right? Yeah. And so my beliefs are strongly, like, tied to Pastor Max's beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like, if if I uh, maybe want to bring up the, the, the tithe yeah. is a major staple of his preaching, mm-hmm. other preachers want to say it's not important to them right um and churches can go either direction they can be very profitable they can be very fruitful without bringing the tithe in a regular message weekly right Mm -hmm. just you know that's dependent on who they're called to you know bring into their church it's called to what their anointing is um but you know this friend of mine he really just felt kind of like the church should never be asking for money, you know? And so it kind of like struck me because he was, you know, he was indoctrinated into this idea that any time anybody brings money up in the church, it's borderline a sin to him. That's what he felt like, you know, like it's wrong. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just not biblical, you know, like how often is money talked about in the Bible? Like hundreds of mentions of money in the Bible and context to parables and actual stories um, and just a lot of wisdom in this area because how much 
of our success as a Christian is really based on the fruitfulness that we're allowed to spread into the community, you know? Right. So anyway, that was a side side uh, track there because I was initially talking about the two families kind of colliding because yeah. of the misidentification of direction, right? Mm-hmm. They have an idea of what brings success into the world and they want to pursue that with at all costs. And right now you see a very aggressive, like, opposition you see like physical violence you see antifa you see groups that start coming out out of it you know the dark you're gonna have, what Go is ahead. antifa so <laughs> i've never heard that term seriously is it like, what is it okay so antifa is anti-federal uh oh so they don't want government at all they, oh this is what you were talking about the last time we talked basically. i think so yeah think you so. kind of mentioned they're it. far like they're so far left yeah they're so far left that they don't actually like stand for for unity they want to pursue like just like extreme uh acts of violence of opposition against federal government against any like organization that mm. controls society so they're anarchists. So just, yeah, anarchy. Yeah, yeah basically. pretty much. Dude, that's crazy. Jeez. I'm surprised yeah. you guys have heard, haven't heard of it. No, but yeah, I mean, all those things, I mean, it just brings down to like... I mean, yeah, it's... Because like, if you really think about it, like one of the... Even like the... Dude, what was I going to say? We're killing like, ourselves? No, no, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> even like with God... Uh, commanded us to do to like be fruitful and multiply I mean you, yes. even just by that alone like it ties up to like you know being prosperous and such mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but like you know what's the contradictory of that like not be fruitful and not multiply and depopulate yourself because if you really think about it what's the devil's like goal to, to, br- to bring as many as he can down with them you know what I mean yeah Dude, you're always fidgeting with stuff. So Stop what? it. <laughs> so anyway, so anything, any honestly, there's like yeah. so many things we can go about this. I mean, even you tying up to those these extremists. I mean, I mean, in a way, they're like pursuing the goal to like you know they would. I'm sure they would kill yeah. anybody in their way just to prove a point. For sure. Now, yeah. is that is that beneficial for them? No. No. Because obviously, then what? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, if you kill every single government official, who's gonna run? Who's you? gonna save you? No way. You, right. you know what I mean? So it's kind of way like stupid. Yeah. Um, and not that, just that. I mean, there's yeah. so many things. Like, I mean, I see it because I was thinking about this, and I see it like, even like in other religions. Like, you know, obviously, you believe on something that is false, that's gonna lead you to like a whole different route or. You know, even with drugs, the more drugs you do it, you yeah. can kill yourself. Right. Even right. addictions. I mean, whatever <clears throat> addiction you consume or do on a regular basis is going to bring some type of either physical harm, emotional yeah. mm-hmm. harm, mentally harm, right. whatever. Any single yeah. thing really is just like, it just brings you to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's true. And I think it's also, it's bringing me back to that initial point that, we do need to identify the source of this death yeah. ideology, right? Mm-hmm. Whether or not you view it as a source of death or darkness, right? it is there. Whether or not you're willing to acknowledge it, you know? Yeah. And so look at this whoa, whoa, juice, juice World. Yeah. He, he thought the best plan of action in that moment in time where he was 
seeing arrest or you know uh, take the risk of mm-hmm. consuming whatever was going to obviously put him in some trouble yeah um, he chose to uh, she chose a direction that cost him his life what right. what spirit do you think was working with him to conclude that the best mode of action would be to consume every bit of drugs that he had left right. like yo right right mm. and then the thing too of course he probably had in the back of his mind i'll be all right you know yeah tomorrow like, this will probably be yeah. a mad hangover tomorrow yeah yeah a crazy trip yeah right. he's probably thinking oh, i've done this much before or right. what's what's maybe another pill more than i've done in the past right yeah so there's a lot of Dude, methods crazy. of thinking and it's just it's important that like the negative thinking yeah it's backed by some something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be wrong learning. It might be a spirit that's kind of worked with you to get to that point where you've kind of abandoned all idea of uh, God, of you know, of mercy. And those are the things that, yeah. like, that, that, that thing called mercy. It's like, no matter what you do, you will find mercy. You can find mercy. And I think that that's really like the groundbreaking, you know, element of Christianity where everybody is out in the community identifying people's sins, whether or not they're believers or not. Right. Because the unbelievers are are real quick to accuse Christians of sinning when I'm like, yeah, anytime something happens in the church (laughs) or whatever, it's always the people who don't go to church regularly who are like, oh my God. Oh my gosh, you just swore. Exactly. Why are you drinking? Yeah. What what are you, what movies are you watching? And then on the flip flip side also, the flip side also, like people, for example, like at, at FedEx and stuff, like I don't really cuss that much unless I'm playing Call of Duty. So you do so cuss. I do cuss. Wow. I don't cuss. And he's getting like, shot. You, uh, I don't cuss and stuff. Right like, now. And if people ask me, like, hey, you want to go out for drinks or something? I'm like, yeah. I don't drink. You don't drink. I don't smoke. I, you don't smoke. Like, It just seems so weird to them <laughs> that they don't, that I don't do that, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But, I mean... I'm just saying that's that's like what if yeah. I don't really speak to anybody at yeah. my other job. So. And you know what's even <laughs> what's even worse though is when like I'll give I'll use Kanye West for an example oh, here. Oh God, it's very topical. Go. Okay, right? I'm guilty no. of it. Everybody wants to say, but Kanye, look what you've done. You wait, know? what do you mean, Kanye? Yeah, wait, w- oh, because okay. like because his uh, yeah like inside be- like oh or like because Debbie? of his past. Okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he's a self-proclaimed, like, born-again Christian now. Right. Turning, his, turning the card over, you know, he's going to pursue Jesus now. He's only going to do Christian music. He's but a, is he? Well, that's, that's the thing. That's my thing. But Dude, that's the thing. And right now, you're guilty time. of it because, I, like... I already said I was guilty. Right. He has and that's, episodes. Dude, man, I just think <laughs> Christians need to be the most merciful, the most welcoming, right. the most supportive group there is known on earth like uh, no i i literally i'm not looking at it like no man oh i hate this dude or whatever i'm looking at it like no no you're a whole i'm no, hoping you're waiting you're waiting for him to fail no i'm not waiting for him <laughs> i'm hoping so that this like, is yep, real I, yeah, no, I was right i'm hoping okay. that this but is then real like is what i'm saying say. what would you want to say about him um 
like no that's exactly what i'm saying like i'm i'm just hoping that it's real i'm hoping that this is what okay, he's my, really gonna my do my question like, is how long are you gonna wait for that hope yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not constantly paying attention <laughs> and what to if someone. He does? What if in the next tabloid it's going to be Kanye West found drunk at a club with I'm not Kim, waiting. I'm not praying know, like, on his downfall. Y'all be... spinning it like I'm praying on his downfall. No, I'm but just that's actually kind of crazy, though, because imagine all eyes are literally on him. Yeah. Like, they're just everybody is just literally waiting for him yeah. to, like, in a way, mess up some uh-huh. way or another. And see, that's wrong. That's, yeah, that yeah. that's self-destructive Cause in that, itself because that's like cause we us. Can't, we can't yeah. really say that he's perfect or that he's gonna be this holy man like Jesus. No. Yeah, you know he's. Yeah. Are you a holy man like Jesus? Like I mean, and, like okay, the people who point. say that is just that's a really good point like, because the non-Christians they want to point out you know the failures of individual self-proclaimed Christians, right? But those people the Christians that maybe want to defend themselves, uh, they might know some word. They might know the stories of the Bible. They'll maybe bring up people like yeah. David, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, <laughs> or Peter, right? Like, yeah. these are people that just clearly miss the mark. These are the same people that we're talking about. They show up to church to go to Easter Sunday service and Christmas service or whatever. Sure. Like, yeah. But you, you, it's really hard to, and I'm not even stating that you should be defending yourself against people that want to accuse and throw stones um, because they don't know the word. They don't know that God is merciful and endless, uh, yeah. endlessly loving towards his creation and his children. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just something that requires faith and you're not, you're not going to win these arguments with people faithless, you know? Right. So that that is like something I have to continuously remind myself when I'm getting into arguments or being accused of something. Um, you're just simply not in a place to win a battle against somebody with, with hatred in their heart for yeah. God. Um, so it's, it's a tough environment to, to work yourself out of. Right. Dude. <laughs> I mean, it kind of went. I mean, I feel like it still ties up to the same thing. No, it at the does. end of the day, we like self destruct ourselves. I think that's the overall thing. Is just it's self destruction. You know, it's not even so much depopulation. Depopulation. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> no, anyway. but then it's like a battle that we face. I mean, <clears throat> like even with a depopulation, I feel like that's an agenda that you know, like. Yeah. Secret organizations have yeah. like like because we like we talked about that and all that stuff on sure. hidden dirt. So, but, but maybe we are depopulating ourselves. We are. It's I mean, a natural occurrence. I mean, the more people uh, around, the more susceptible and dense we are yeah. to condensed Dude, in an area. And you know what? Okay. Bacteria. This is so crazy. Okay. Mm. You know, like like I told you guys, I was thinking like about every crate, like every single aspect right yeah and this is gonna be like very touchy but like even <laughs> even like if you really think about it because i was seeing like every single thing that could depopulate us even like let's say for somebody like a guy that like masturbates a god not guy a guy like you're kind of depopulating yourself you know what i mean oh. i was like dude right yeah, yeah. I think there have been studies actually showing you know that uh, that men are more likely to find themselves not in relationships because of the complications of actually having a physical person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, having to deal with those difficult experiences, you know, yeah. you, it's either uh, rejection, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, failure, mm-hmm. it's um, harder to 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 make relationships work. So you're going to have to put in more effort. So it's people that are generally more susceptible to being lazy, finding the easiest route. And yeah. so in today's society, like that's that's a problem, you know, I mean, yeah. It's the the people uh, people are getting married less and less, and you know that's not a good place to be. Right. Um, Once again, depopulating, bro. You don't create I, families. This is kind of a side note, but I have an idea for an episode, and what? I'm gonna have to. It's so good that I'm gonna have to tell you off mic. So remind <laughs> me once we're okay. done. And I'm gonna tell you. I feel like I was supposed to tell you something off mic too. Yes. What was you it? were your idea about? Um, Oh, what was it? I can't remember. We gotta go back and listen to the no, last no, no. episode. What was it? What was you it? had this good idea, and you said it on mic, and I was like, "Oh crap!" It's just like somebody could steal it easily. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Tell me off mic. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, dude, I think Brian would be perfect for this too. Yeah. I'm curious what you guys yeah. you know <laughs> storming up in that old brain of yours. Anyway, yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's evident that we've been self-destructive as a race, you know, since the dawn of time. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, like, you know, Cain killed Abel. Or Adam stuff hit like the that. self-destruct button. At, oh, you know? Yeah, even before that. <laughs> or like, Lucifer hit the self-destruct oh, button. Oh, that is the perfect example <laughs> of self-destruction. Dude. You went from being the most beautiful creature. Yeah. And all of this, and and bodying every single yeah. instrument oh. to you, so then, you're nothing now. Yeah. Like, so why did why did Lucifer fall? Right. This isn't a joke. Yeah. Is it? No. Okay. It's not, it's not a joke. I actually, I should get jokes to tell, oh. but this isn't God. a joke. Um, <laughs> Lucifer fell because what pride was found in him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So look at all the failures that men have. Like, it's all, all of it practical. can be rooted in pride like the reason i mean satan fell was because he wanted to exalt himself against god Mm -hmm. you know how stupid is that you know so you're thinking reading the bible like that is a dumb move man like he created you and then it trickles down he he falls and then he you know he brings Eve and he brings Adam into the same sin that he committed. Mm-hmm. He he deceives them, but he uses their own desire, found in pride, hmm. to push them over that ledge. Yeah. You know. Right. By the way, like I now rule you. You know, Satan rules those that walk on the earth, and like mm-hmm. this is his domain, all mm-hmm. because he chose pride over trust. Mm. So is that are those the two pillars? You know, is it like mm. I need to exalt myself, or I can trust that God has the best path for me? And He's gonna exalt you anyway. That's in yeah. Due that's, time, yeah. Like, it's just not when you want it. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's the point. That's another way we we're we're self destructive by trying to make things happen on our own instead of trusting in God that those things will that you want to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to we me for perfect example overworking myself yeah overworking myself mm-hmm. all the time you can always see that you know i'm always working yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Shut up. laughs> 
you know and so like i mean the other day not to keep bringing up this job but you know i told you my disgust with this job like i hate that place <laughs> bro yeah, on I, tuesday uh, i was supposed to go to work uh, i called in sick ooh. i gotta i brush my teeth man once you call like, in it's just my so last day is on back. tuesday is this tuesday okay. anyway so okay. i don't care seasonal work is over man. oh it was yeah. your it was your last day no it's it, this upcoming tuesday yeah, he's got is my last days day left. but are you gonna the, go or no yeah i'm going i need the extra 200 dollars um yeah. but Unless they call me tomorrow and be like, hey, it's not necessary for you to come in on Monday or whatever. I'm like, well, fine. They can just yeah. help me out sooner. Man. Whatever. Okay. So that's good. That's good you brought that up because, yeah. like, trust in money is not where we're supposed to be. Right. Right? Because money itself doesn't build us up. Right. God builds us up. Mm-hmm. He knows we need money to survive. Right. It's the oldest, you know, probably most played out parable. You yeah, know? but um, I just think like on my way here, I, I was trying to think of like what topic should I hit on, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't really come to me. I was just kind of like, what do I need? And I was like, man, I just need God to help me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just need help, God, you know, and then all of a sudden he gives me ideas. Yeah. Where is it that you need help? Like I need help in money. I need help prospering i need help with new ideas i i need help in relationships i need help in um you know anxiety i need help in all sorts of areas that i'm i'm seeing more problems come up you know right. uh, working a desk job i can find myself really stewing in the idea that i could possibly see myself in that job in a desk for the next five, 10, 15 God, years. that's one of the like most other eerie people. feelings so for me. That, that idea kind of like grows. You yeah. know, you're like, it's okay. It's coming up on like seven months. Gonna be a year pretty soon. And yeah. it's flown by. And these, you know, when I get on these trails of thought, they're not helpful to me, right. you know? And so all I gotta do is really just like ask God, like help me. Cause like, I don't know how to help myself. Mm-hmm. I know that I got to wake up in the morning, drive, get here, do what I got to do. And, you know, I, I see a lot of people that really excel in that atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. I'm seeing them do things that are just like really above and beyond what they're called to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking, man, like I need to do more things above and beyond. And then I'm like, I am not good at these things, you know? Yeah, you're not the those people. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not, I, I wish I could be that person in this area, or yeah. I wish I could really excel in this area, and, you know, all I can think of is, man, um, things were a lot simpler when I was in ministry school, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just sit here, and I kind of consume the word, and I get to hear preaching, and I get to, you know, be a part of a community that's really about serving. Yeah. And I, I liked... I liked every bit of it. I mean, there were some really tough times. I remember, remember the time, you remember the couple of months when I was trying to save up to go to Israel? Mm-hmm. That was a dark place for me, but it was yeah. like also a really good place, but it was super stressful. Yeah. So wow. yeah. it was like, um, com- like learning how to depend on God, mm-hmm. but like I was so bad at it that like all I kept doing was finding more ways to find like more work or, right. Right. or how can I make ends meet when this is happening? Like I remember writing a check for like, a thousand dollars 
when that was my mortgage rent, that was my mortgage uh, check. Yeah. So I was like, man, if I don't know what represents trust, it's <laughs> 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 it's giving all this money to God. And and I really look back on that thinking like, I mean, I don't know what I was thinking at that point in time. It was really hard. I mean, I know and you did it. I did it. It was really weird, though, because it was sort of like, it's OK. I'll just work harder, you know, like that's what I was going to think, you know, like, you know, maybe if I do miss that mortgage payment, like I still have three months before they kick me out of my house, <laughs> you know, like, so like that's the mentality that was in. Was that really like faithful? Was that trust? Right. That was just like pull, you know, exit lever B instead yeah. if God doesn't come through. You yeah. know, that's how I was viewing it. Like I'm always creating these escape hatches because I got to make sure that the plan is accomplished, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. to, I, I mean, in some regard, I am still in that same place. I'm still thinking about the, the levers I have to pull in order to make the next payment or, you know, do this next goal, this item over here, mm -hmm. this important part of my life that I deem so important. And then you get, get yourself thinking about priorities and what you're your true desires are and I'm thinking every day I have to pay you know every month I have to pay you know loans on my car or loan on the house or this extra stuff over here like I spend way too much money on food and as much as I realize the flaws and the errors I make it's almost like I can never really break free from the, men the mentality of thinking that eventually um, I'll have to pull this you know escape hatch and I, I'll get out, you know, yeah. I might have to, you know, yeah. whatever it might be like, sell your car and then just get a, get a beater for 500 bucks. But in reality, like that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. That's not realistic in Minnesota. That's not realistic in my frame. Definitely of career not in path. Minnesota. <laughs> um, and, and, and I just like the Lord's provided these things for me and it's just up to me to understand that like, um, he's got me regardless of the situations I find myself in. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to say that he's like a superhero. He's going to bail you out of every single problem, right. but he's going to be with you right. in every single problem. And yeah. I think that that, that revelation of, of like his presence, his, his partnership with you, um, it just needs to grow deeper, you know, because it's the truth. Like looking at, at the gospels or looking at the epistles, like you're seeing Paul in a position where he's chained up he's in a cell right. for how many years you know writing out the last messages that the church is going to hear you know mm -hmm. how can he be so joyful how can he be in a perfect place of peace that's because he had his feet in the ground his heart and mind in the in the word in the word in the spirit yeah Dude, I was like doing something. Uh, well, dude, I when I talk with my dad, like we like talk about like crazy stuff. That's but, right. You got a pastor you, living you, with you, right? <laughs> if you if you really think about it, like it doesn't say that Paul actually died, but that's because like elaborate because. It it doesn't really say that he dies. Like it's just like nobody knows. Like you know, you're talking about like even John. Like, nobody knows whether, like, he died or not because huh. 
you know, like him or like Enoch or all these people. Yeah. Well, we know Enoch didn't die. Right. No, I know for for a fact we yeah. know he, that he didn't. But like, let's say like Paul or John, like where do they go? Yeah. You know Elijah. What I mean? uh, so, well, it said that he was yeah. carried. Yeah, Elijah. Oh. Elijah so, was taken up. Yeah. So we were yeah, like thinking like there is a level of spirituality when you can get where like you are in you're you're in this world, mm-hmm. but yet you're not. Of this world, you're you're like your mind and soul and your yeah. spiritual is connected with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that in my perspective. Like, it's not like the goal is to live forever. You know, like that. That's not really how I would simplify it because God has like a plan well, that's yeah. inconceivable. You well, know. Yeah. And so even if D- John did die, I mean, he did save him from being martyred a few times and. Maybe he just died on of old age, you know, eating dates out on a <laughs> hammock on the beach. You oh, know? <laughs> dates are one of the worst things that have ever <laughs> existed. Uh, I'm not a big fan of dates either. Uh, those Denise like, bought some date syrup. Yeah. No. Denise is on some weird know, health she, ideas. She gets some weird ideas uh, yeah. sometimes. Anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just saying that, like, you know, God's plan is perfect. And yeah. if that means that uh, tomorrow, you know, I get hit in a car crash and I die, you know, like, but then you'll so be, be you'll, it. You'll, you'll gain, like, I mean, you know, like, you got to believe of, uh, you know, like, dying in Christ, it's a gain. Yeah, you don't really so, lose like, much. You don't really, dude, you made it. Yeah. yeah. Even that's though even though it's a scary like, but I mean, there's two ways to look at that scripture too, because it's like, well, you have to die to yourself, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you physically die. Yeah. But your desires die. Your personal, like, manly desires die, and they're replaced with the does the desires that God has for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's how I typically read that scripture. It's that. Um, you know, eventually, you know, maybe what is it in John, First John, um, all these trials will, you know, uh, these various trials will bring you patience, you know, um, and then through that patience, you'll eventually be fulfilled in want of nothing. So there's a point that we can get to that I believe that we're all seeking is where we're just fulfilled by what God has already given us. Mm-hmm. And it's a revelation of, well, He's given us his son, and he lives with us, lives in us. And what could we truly ask for more? And I think that sometimes, man, the culture we live in is so hell-bent on pursuing the next material thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like, it's nice coming home and having a place you can call your own. It's nice having that domain. You can really set the tone there. You can create an atmosphere and it's healthy, you know, but not everyone has that. But they can still pursue and experience the peace of God in their own place. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know why I'm talking about homes, but like, I, I guess like it, it's fitting because like, how do people get like to the place of full relaxation? You know, they'll go back home, kick off their shoes and just take a breath you know Mm. so we can still do that just 
doesn't need to be covered in gold. It doesn't need to be diamond plated, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah, like breaking free from the ties of materialistic ideals. Like that's, that's a, that's a thing that we can all pursue. And it's something that I really want to, you know, Not being dependent on things. Right. And like, ironically, how do you become free from that? I don't, it's finding like the balance between prosperity and spiritual maturity, you know, like you're, if you're spiritually mature, I hope you're tithing. If you're, if you're tithing, I'm hoping you're, you're offering and I'm hoping you're giving more than, and then you even want to think about, what does that say? Like never let your left hand know what the right Right. is doing. Right. And I got to think about that sometimes because I get stuck in the, the, the the scripture that just like, you know, so sparingly you're going to reap sparingly. So every time I write that check out, I'm like, so sparingly reap sparingly, Brian, you know, like how much do you want to reap? Like, (laughs) let's, let's go Jesus, you know? But there was a time like when I was trying to save up to go on that trip to Israel where I was like, I don't know how I'm tithing in the circumstance. <laughs> you know? <Right. laughs> like I believe he called me to go and I really trust that this is like a like a trip for me. Like I have to go. Jesus would have made it happen and he did make it happen. I can't tell you how many like miracles I've came across along that path. Like a random friend friend came out of nowhere and was like, I want you to do this job for me. I'm going to pay you, you know, this much. Mm. And I was making like two, two incomes. I was working here and I was working at that other job and I was working seven days a week. But at the same time, like, I honestly just don't know how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it was, it was a pretty like miraculous period of my life where a lot of things, not just this instance were really kind of like, like, wow, like God was moving really fast and he was doing really cool things. And then, and then when I graduated, it was sort of like everything slowed down, you know, everything kind of like percolated for a while. And I just, I don't know. I was kind of like, I was left like at the end of like maybe that show that you wanted to have an encore, but never did, (laughs) you know, where you're like hoping that he comes back out, but he's like, he's not coming back out the lights are turning on we should go (laughs) you know but i'm not that was just my perception because it's not like god didn't come out to do an encore i think that he's probably gonna pull off a really cool encore not that he hasn't already he's sort of like there's cool acts that he puts on there's stories that i have now that are that are post di post ministry you know and so i don't know like i'm i'm really in i'm in a time and place in my life where i'm i'm very excited for what he's doing but i'm also under the realization that it's it's probably gonna take longer, <laughs> probably gonna take longer than than what I want it to, yeah. and I think that that that's where like that patience part comes in because yeah. it's like, man, don't stew in your spot just waiting for God. Like there is a time and place to wait, but there's also a time and place to pursue Him on your own, and I think that you can stew up a lot of spiritual miracles by simply pursuing Him on a greater scale and more obedience and more trust. I mean, look at the greatest, coolest story I think is in the Bible. You have David, this little kid, kills a giant with a stone. How much, you know, like trust does this tiny boy have in God that he goes out and he makes his own miracle, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't make it, but he he's a part of the story, right? you know? And so I think that we all have that. Like, is it, is it a, 
a matter of you walking out the door with a stone in your hand and a sling? Kind of. Kind of is. Because there's giants all around you. There's giants that are opposing you in the pursuits that you have and whether it might be the the music industry, the the entertainment industry, the podcast industry, or there's, you know, you guys are both into music, so it pertains to both of you. But mm. I mean for me it's it's kind of abstract. I'm on a I'm on a trail that I want to enable people to use the skills and the gifts and the talents that they have and and really capitalize on what they do with as little effort as possible. You know, it's sort of like how hard was it before Google to find out the information that you needed? Incredibly, you know? Yeah, Hopefully the library so. has a book on what you're thinking of. <laughs> and if it doesn't, well, you're, you're probably gonna give it up. Yeah. Or you're gonna contact maybe, uh, maybe I don't know, a professor to give you some information on what direction to take. So there's a lot of people that pave the way for you to have the, the resources in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I feel like my calling has to do with being a paver of ways, right? Okay. Getting the foundation set in a way that people can use that road, that channel, to really elevate their own pursuits with a lot of the work pre-done, you know? Whatever that might entail. Mm. Dude, that's a lot. Your mustache is looking really good right now. Dude, I oh shaved mine because Dude, they had... Okay, every time I go to JNC Champions, they think that I want them to shave my beard. No, you got to tell them no. <laughs> say Dude, no. why don't you say it? I, no, Just I do, no. but then they kind of like start... No, you creeping. just got to be like, hey, no, see this, no touch. <laughs> But then sometimes I'm like, okay, like maybe they got the right idea and then they just take too much off and then it just starts the process over again. Dude, that's why I, like I just went like I think two days ago. Did JNC's or Emily's? No, JNC. I don't think he's been to Emily's. You don't yet. go to Emily's? No, just I only me. went once to like take leave, but was oh. it why don't you go then? You just you like Francisco? You're closer to Oh. I'm closer to Emily's. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna try Emily's because it's only a 10 minute drive to Emily's from my house. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I just take 81. Oh okay. Oh, I went right. and it was closed. It was closed for like three weeks, dude. I told you that. <laughs> yeah. I told you she was out of the country. What kind of barber shop closes for that long? I well, just don't know. Well, no, understand. your family is in Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was like, like, was it a company? It like, was. It was around a Thanksgiving. company trip. No, it's just. Is her. she back now? Yeah, she's been back. Are they, are they oh, on yeah. one of those 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 corporate trips that they go to like, no, the Amazon it's... and they, they drink ayahuasca <laughs> and they have a spiritual experience. Oh, I, I don't I don't But um but this was good though, even though I mean we kinda want I mean we did kinda put up the the word out there, I, I guess just the depopulation and obviously we took it in a whole different I feel like we should, we should talk more about that with Jamie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I guess this was kind of like a teaser, but I, I have re- no idea what you guys. But, I know you're, but I really like where we went, though. This good. was good. Me too. This man. was good. So, but yeah, so um, yeah, dude. I mean, thank you for everybody watching and for you joining. Yeah, all thanks of us for sudden, inviting me. So, yeah, dude, really appreciate your visit. So, yeah, you guys, you guys always uh, spark up a good conversation. So I'm thankful that two are two of my closest friends and uh 
you know, I'm, I'm happy that you guys found a corner of the church to kind of huddle <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to oh, come man. back anytime you guys want. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right, well, guys, so, uh, yeah, so for now, keep following us. We're on Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You actually, you, you hit it spot on this time. Yeah, I did. I, and the <laughs> other time, you're like, we're over here, I'll over practice. there. We're not even there, but we're there. Yeah. Like, you just, yeah. So got straight to <laughs> the point. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, so any comments, questions, definitely message us. Uh, seems to you that Concerns. we actually got a couple of messages, too, from people. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was nice. pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah, just keep that up. Um, Gotta handle that hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> we so, only got one uh, kind of. Yeah. Was it from someone you know or just a total stranger? Someone he knew. Yeah. Oh, for real. Yeah. But it was kind of con- constructive. So she, she didn't listen after the first episode, I think. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, guys, we love you all. Stay fresh and thank you for tuning in. See you guys. Peace. We're out.